Welcome to A Woman's Clarity, a new program by C2P. A Woman's Clarity aims to help both women and men in the financial services industry reach their full potential by interacting with like-minded, strong, and motivated holistic advisors. We've partnered within our network of institutional and carrier partners to bring expertise, advice, tips, and more from talented female leaders, professionals, and practitioners from the finance sector. Welcome to our next episode of A Woman's Clarity. We have our friends from Allianz here today, Natasha Schultz, our senior external wholesaler that many of our MC attendees have met and know personally, and Bethany S.E., the Director of Field and Sales Development. I hope I said your name correctly. Yes, you did. Fantastic. I won't quiz you on Schlumbaum anytime during this, but I just want to make sure I say your name correctly. I am Kirsten Schlumbaum, Vice President of Insurance Sales here at C2P, and I'm extremely pleased and honored to have the two of you here today because in my career in financial services, one of the bohemoths in this industry has been Allianz. And one thing that just makes me so proud to be partnered with you guys is your Women, Money, and Power presentation and line. So before we get into this program, could you guys maybe share a little bit about your background and what you do with Allianz? Natasha, do you want to start? Yes. So as you mentioned, I'm the senior external wholesaler, which is just the fancy way of saying I get to travel around the United States to consult top financial professionals in the industry on fixed index annuity products and how to run their business, how to find leads, different programs that are available to them. So my job is very specifically advisor facing and partnering with advisors to help improve their fixed index annuity business. And you do a great job. I know our advisors love working with you. I have you on webinars. I see you at meetings and you do a great job. And I'm super excited because this is the first time meeting Bethany. So Bethany, share with us what you do. Absolutely. So my name is Bethany Essie and I am the Director of Field and Sales Development here at Allianz Life. I always describe my role as three different main parts to it. First, I'm in charge of the professional development for the internal wholesalers here at Allianz Life. A second, I also am in charge of and manage the field development team. So anytime as a financial professional, if you come to our home office here in Minneapolis for an event, or maybe you go out to one of our events, that's my team that's helping to put those together. And then third and most relevant here, I also am in charge of a lot of field facing content and programs around value add content. In particular, I'm the current owner of the Allianz Women, Money, and Power Financial Strategies content. Exciting. And it's been around for a little bit. Bethany, do you mind sharing the origin story of how Women, Money, and Power came to be? Because I find it fascinating. I hope others do too. Yeah. And actually, I'll give just a little bit more background on women and Allianz globally in general. So for Women's Month here, we had an article that was put out where I learned a lot more about our history. And it turns out that there was an article published by Allianz Lieben in 1922 called A Serious Word About Women. And that was the first sort of foray where Allianz Global was saying, hey, we might want to start looking at women in particular when it comes to financial planning and insurance. And actually, after a little bit more digging, I found out that it was in 1929 
when the first Allianz sales teams were coached to start focusing on women as clientele. So it's been a long time tradition with the Allianz company in general. Here at Allianz Life, the Women, Money, and Power actually started with a study in a white paper that we did in 2006. Okay. So that was our first at Allianz Life look at studying, okay, what are women's attitudes toward financial decision-making? How, what do they need? How can we help them better get involved and better plan for their futures? Wow. 1922, 1929, and then 2006. A little bit of lagging here in the United States, but how exciting. I love to see the original information because it's such a dynamic, it's a different dynamic today from them, but I'm sure some of it still holds true. Absolutely. Oh, how very cool. Now share with me, like, why does Allianz, we're going to fast forward to 2006. We're not going to focus on 19 to 1920s, long skirts, but why does Allianz feel that this is a topic that they need to share and create content for our advisors, your advisors, all advisors to focus on? I think I'll start and then you can maybe add to it. So I know that we, one, we understand that women are becoming the CFOs of their households. They're managing the money for their households. They're making the decisions about money in their households, but we're very largely underserved in the financial industry. It does, there's a psyche of a woman that's different than the psyche of a man in terms of how to best partner and help a female make those decisions. And Allianz obviously being ahead of our times, I think, especially because we've been doing this since 2006 and a lot of other carriers and a lot of other leaders in the industry are just now starting to get their feet wet. But we understand that to understand that we know that to understand the psyche of a female is going to impact the future of a lot of the investments to come. And I know Bethany has even some stats around what that looks like in the future and how much money women are going to be managing and having to invest eventually. So I'm excited that we're already a forefront runner in the industry and creating the contact, the content and ensuring that we are getting ahead of it for our advisors because the future is female. Females are making the decisions more and more. And even when I think about my generation, right? My generation, like we, females are going to rule the world. Like we're already getting there. (laughs) And so knowing that we have the content, knowing that we're empowering females and then hopefully giving them the confidence that they need in the future to take more responsibility, I think is what Ollie understands and has been working so hard to make sure we're doing the work on the back end to improve in the future. I absolutely love that. But you said one thing, and I'm wondering if Bethany might cover this, but I love the statistics so we can show that there is proof behind the science to what you're doing. So do you have a little bit of commentary too, Bethany, on the statistics? Because I feel like you might be my stats girl because I love some stats. (laughs) She is. Yeah. So from an altruistic perspective, obviously inclusion aligns a lot with our values at Allianz and the flip side of that coin is from the business perspective. And so for a long time, going back to the 1920s, Allianz realized women have power when it comes to financial decisions. They're making the decisions for everyday expenses in the household. And whether or not they're attending the meetings, women have influence over how the money is being spent. So for a long time, just from a really a business perspective, it's made sense to focus on including women more and more in the conversation. Now we know Statistically speaking, from a life expectancy perspective, women outlive men. And when we look at the boomer population in particular, where the wealth is now in the US, 
we start thinking about, okay, the boomers have the wealth right now and women outlive men. So actually studies have been coming in showing that by 2030, women are expected to have a large stake of control over the estimated $30 trillion in assets. Mm -hmm. And that's 2030, that's seven years from now. So, you know, there's altruistic reasons, but also as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as an independent financial professional, if I'm thinking about who I need to work with, where I need to go in order to be successful in this business in five to seven years, I'm thinking women. Yeah. Now, all the things I'm reading and I think what you guys talk about also aligns with it is that we have to change the conversation and meet women at the table that they're setting for us and helping educate them, helping them understand not only the plan, but what goes into the plan. And that's really where women, money, and power comes into play. It's a really, really robust presentation that I absolutely love because I am a stat nerd. I am a book nerd. So I love seeing all this out there, but can Tasha or you or Bethany share with us some of the highlights of this presentation, because it really does help advisors, female and male, get women in the seat to hear, listen, and grow. So do you want to share a little bit more about that presentation for our listening audience? Yeah. So the content itself is not meant to be an alliance plug other than the fact that we have conducted all the research and put together this really robust event but it's meant to be an empowerment type of presentation and all of the stats and and all the research we've done is really just to help the females that attend the event understand the why behind the research. Why is this important? Why do you need to have a financial plan and just empower them and to help them understand that historical views on women's place in the financial world have changed, are changing, they're changing very consistently. And so just giving them that feel of confidence and empowerment. But my probably my favorite part of the content and the event itself when an advisor hosts it is the how interactive it's meant to be. So Allianz, not only do we have a presentation built out for use, we have coinciding materials like a brochure, a journal for them to fill out throughout the presentation because we will stop and ask them to think about certain questions about their current financial situation and the future of their financial situation. There's a really fun questionnaire, which I know is Bethany's favorite part, so I can let her talk about that. But it's really an all-encompassing event. We didn't just put information on a slide deck and call it good. We said, how can we actually create this really fun, really interactive event? And that's also a really great way for the advisor, female or male, to build rapport with the audience as well. So when I'm hosting it specifically for a male advisor, my goal is to help that male advisor build rapport with the female standing in the room. And by doing that, I will ask him some of the questions that are in the workbook for him to answer. So now he can relate to the audience. He's already working with female clients. He's already addressing all of the same worries or concerns they might be writing down inside of their workbook. So it helps him build that rapport that he maybe necessarily couldn't build without having a female representative there presenting on his behalf. And I know Bethany loves the questionnaire with him, so I'll let her touch on that. It's a really fun part of the presentation. Yeah, my favorite part of doing the presentation, which overall the goal of the presentation is exactly what Tasha was saying. It is to create action. So we know from our statistics and from the studies that we've done that many women, when it comes to financial plans and financial topics, they feel overwhelmed. But 
the only thing that's going to change that mood is action. Action changes mood. You can't wait for your mood to change to take action, right? It's action that changes mood. And so the goal of the presentation is to get the women in the audience to, to realize why they need to take the first step, to invite them to really take that step. And that step is meeting with a financial professional. And so one of the ways that we do that, Tasha mentioned a few within the content itself, but one of the ways that we do that is we start to get them to really start to think about what is my financial personality and why does that matter? So we found that in our study that women typically fall into five different and distinct financial personalities. And so we go through that and everybody gets to guess which one they are. And then we have a quiz that they do to see how well do you know yourself? Did you get it right? Maybe your attitudes have changed and you were a dreamer before, but now you're an analyzer. And so it's, it really creates a lot of great conversation around women's approaches differently and why that is valuable. And what we talk about in the presentation is if you're a financial dreamer, you're somebody who you get very overwhelmed easily when you're talking about financial matters. It's It can be very complex and you would just rather have somebody come in and take over and make all your decisions for you. If you're working with a financial advisor who's treating you like an analyzer, somebody who loves data, who wants to know all the nitty, your engineer type clients, I want to know all the nitty gritty details of it wow, that's going to be a mismatch, right? And that's not going to serve either one of you. So we like to help women to empower them to, to learn more about themselves. So when they go out there to take that step, they can help the financial professionals help them better and get the service really that's customized to them, which is what women want. So that's my favorite one because it's just really it's always every single time so fascinating to hear women's unique stories about what financial personality they are or a combo or how that's changed from when they were younger over time. So it's really, really interesting. And there's a lot of value to the clients going through that activity as well. Yeah. First, I wish everybody could see you speaking about this because your passion is coming over. (laughs) I I love that though, but you put the time effort into understanding the psyche of a female client. And I absolutely love the whole, let's figure out what your pattern is or who you are when it comes to your retirement planning. Because if you are writing up a holistic plan and it is going into one of our top planning processes, the bucket plan, you're only going to make it a better process for that client. You're going to help them help themselves have a better experience. And when they walk out of that office with that plan or even run into retirement, they're going to say, thank you, because you listened to them. You met them at the table that they set for you, hoping that you would see them and you laid that plan out for them based on who they are. So I absolutely love that. I wish everybody could see how passionate the two of you are, because I can tell that this comes from a place of love and some factual based love. It's awesome. So what are the best practices when somebody is, oh my goodness, this sounds so too good to be true. This sounds great. What have you seen or how have you helped other advisors like leverage? I mean, Tasha, you said that you actually will present so is that something that you do for some of your advisors if they are if they need it or do you help coach or how do you best help advisors get do this presentation I guess is my yeah, long so question. Bethany and I actually both do this on behalf of Alliance I'm specific to the FIA side of the world Bethany pretty much helps every other part of the business in this respect but there's a few options so some of our top advisors yes it's absolutely something that I would 
come out, partner with the advisor on and host the event. Other offices, I would say there are coaching capabilities. So this year alone, I think I've coached 15 offices where the male advisor has female associates inside of his office that want to take on a different role within the business. And this is the perfect opportunity for them. So coaching them through the content, like we said, the content is simple content. We're not right. We're not pitching a carrier. We're not pitching products. We're not even really pitching a specific plan or parts of the plan. We're just empowering and sharing some stats that we've collected. So the content itself is easy to learn. Maybe the presentation part of it is the hardest part to learn. So that's definitely something that we have resources here to help. Hopefully more to come on that in terms of what the future of these programs look like. So yes, we have presentation capabilities, coaching capabilities. And then we also, because we have all the coinciding materials, those are actually free to our contracted advisors. We will mail those out ahead of time if we get a headcount for the event. So we will mail out the brochures, the questionnaires, the journal workbooks. Obviously they have access to see the PowerPoint and the content. So from a preparation standpoint, everything is really there for them. If an advisor does want to host this event with or without someone from Allianz, it is their responsibility, obviously, to find the location, plan the actual event, plan whether they're serving a meal or not, paying for that meal if they do, ensuring that there's adequate technology set up in the space, ensuring that we do get all of the materials there and we have enough materials and they have pens and workbooks and folders and sheets, hopefully a team there to help them with setup, teardown, and booking appointments in response to the event. So there is a lot of responsibility on the advisor. So I would say it's a true, truly a co-hosted partnered type of an event if you host it with someone from Allianz. But yes, that is something that I, I that it's probably my favorite part of my job is getting to travel around the United States to host events like this with our top financial advisors because they're so fun. They're obviously going to make an impact for the future. And it's just a really great value add that we can provide to our top offices. Anything worth doing is going to take time and preparation. You can't just throw up a tent and say, I'm going to do this. It's taking the time to vet out your audience, send the right type of invitation, and just make sure that you're following up and having a team there to help you. Because if nobody's there to help you set appointments at the end or follow up to say, I saw that you attended and et cetera, et cetera. What's good of collecting the information if you can't put it to work? Bethany, did you have anything else? It looked like you were gonna jump in with some other best practices as well. I was just gonna offer up in addition, we've had a lot of success in the post COVID world doing these as webinars as well. So it doesn't always have to be a live event and that can be a really great way if you're not sure to start with a webinar and to say, okay, I'd like to invite my female clients, invite you to bring a friend, and we're going to do this 60-minute webinar. We've had a lot of success doing that, and we have specific ways that we can make that interactive. So it is not a one-hour lecture. <laughs> Two yeah. people, I want to be clear about that. But how do we really incorporate some silent reflection time, some activity time, depending on the technology? Can we incorporate some additional engagement features within the webinar. So a webinar is a really great place to start, but I would also say immediately as a financial professional, start being intentional with the female clients that you have. How do you, how can you incorporate the spouses or partners of some of your existing male clients? Do you already have female clients who are single or sole parents? that you can start really asking some additional questions, being intentional about that. One of the great things that we found when we did our study 
And the reason why I also get so excited about this when you think about the future is that women are referral machines. Women love to refer. And we actually found in our study that 91% of the women respondents who work with a financial professional said they would recommend working with a financial professional to another female. 91% of women, because there's so much value in working with a financial professional. So if you can establish rapport, relationships, you can make your female clients, whether or not they also have a spouse or a partner that you're working with too, feel valued, you've got a referral gold mine on your hands. And to that point, the event, you can use this event as a prospecting event, but where we, I think, have collectively both seen the best success is when advisors have used it as a referral event. So a way to not only thank and recognize their top female clients that they already have, but ask them to bring a friend or a couple friends. And I know the most, um, the most successful events I've held in the past to the tune of 150 females showing up is because he was thanking his top clients. He was serving them mimosas and brunch, which doesn't get any better than that. And then they're inviting like-minded females. And he, the response from an event like that is just so much larger than a peer prospecting event. Cause now you've got a prospecting, a room full of prospects that don't know each other. There's not as much interaction happening, a lot different feel. So while it does serve both purposes, it's a really great event for referral marketing. Absolutely. You just got my mind going and I was thinking about a past life and I believe it had to be, it was probably an Allianz presentation this advisor was doing, but he said one of his best events, and this was before I was with C2P, but he said one of his best events was inviting his top female clients and asking them to bring two to three of their girlfriends because yeah. it was just a very fun experience. And it was a, it was an open atmosphere where they felt comfortable being able to say, this is my advisor and this is what they do for me. But it really did open up and peel back the layers. So they felt comfortable. They felt seen, they felt heard. And I'm sure there's lots of giggling without the mimosas, but you had a little mimosa in there. Let's talk more. That's amazing. Now, when you are out there in the field with the advisors, I'm sure you take a few minutes after the event, what kind of feedback are you getting from your advisors when they host these events? Are they just as excited as you are? Because honestly, people could see you guys. I just want to hug you because you're just so excited about what you're doing. (laughs) Yeah, I think in my experience, there's typically the excitement comes from the female associates within the office, right? Because there's still a lot of work for us to do to help men feel excited about targeting females specifically. But when we can host an event and we get an entire room of females excited and then post event when the referrals do start coming in, which I will say expectation wise is a little bit longer in terms of appointment setting and then actually hosting that meeting because while you have the female in the room and you just excited them and you just empowered them, they still feel like that desire to go home, share with their spouse and then follow up to book the appointment. So expectation-wise follow-up is a little bit longer term, but the quality of that follow-up I think is greater a lot of times because females are referring. And if they're referring like-minded females, then it's already probably a top or top client for the advisor. But yes, these events do generate a lot of excitement. It's something different and new too. And if you know as a financial professional that nobody else, if your competition in your area, if nobody else is doing this already, you are one step ahead. 
And I think when a financial professional realizes that, that's when they get excited because now they know I was the first person in my community, in my area, in terms of the rest of my competition that's doing this. And so hopefully that sets them apart from the other options that females would have to work with in the area. So yeah, I do think that it generates a lot of excitement. I have to remember where I got the statistic, but it said only 41% of women feel confident in their retirement plan. So if there's a 59% of women not feeling comfortable and confident, you're giving them an opportunity to get that. I think that's amazing. Now, Bethany, it looked like you wanted to also add to what Tasha was saying. I was going to say, I also agree. There's a sense of almost, wow, I didn't realize that this would actually work or that this was possible. That's something I think a lot of financial professionals hear about and advisors are like, oh, there's great opportunity in the women's market. There's great opportunity there. And they're like, yeah, that's great, but I don't know what to do. Like I'm a man. I don't know what to do to tap into this market. And so being able to host one of these events and see that like women want to work with financial advisors. They just need a little bit different of framing. They just need a little bit different approach to your value, what you bring to the table, but they want advice. Women know that they need to have financial advice. And so they're looking for that. They just need to find somebody that they can trust. And so starting to build that trust, that rapport, like Tasha had said, the other thing that I think people get really excited about when we talk specifically to financial advisors about this opportunity is another one of the stats that we found in our study, which is that 40% of women say that if they're, they were to separate from their partner or spouse, they would switch financial advisors, 40%. So if you're hosting one of those client referral, thank you events where they're bringing prospects, the great thing about it is somebody might bring a friend that actually has a financial advisor that they're not satisfied with and that they're looking for somebody that they can build trust with. And while women are loyal and are great referrals if you have a great relationship with them. They're also not shy about saying, I'm not getting what I need from my existing financial professional. Wow, this person really cares about women. They put on this event. I'm hearing from other women who work from this advisor that they're great. I might need to make it. And women aren't afraid to do that to get what they need. So I think that it's just, it really, it's really exciting when you do one of these events too, because everybody leaves feeling very empowered. The energy is really high and just very hopeful about the future, which who doesn't want that? That 40% statistic is really important to understand as well. And this would be a conversation for another episode, but there's an overlooked group of people, widowers, divorcees, Mm -hmm. single women. So this is an awesome opportunity for financial professionals or our advisors to get in front of those women if their top female clients bring them or can bring them to open up that layer of support. Because if they're willing to not stay with their ex-husbands or deceased husbands, financial advisor, and you can create this bond and create that excitement or I hate to use excitement when we talk about widowers, but create that support and comfort level. You just open up a new vein for your practice and in your fiduciary responsibility, you're getting in front of people who need you and you can help them. So I think that's amazing. I just, I love your program and I love what you do. And I probably don't even do you justice when I bring it up. And I do have all the like brochures and the presentation for our advisors, but I think, is there anything coming down the pipeline that's going to help this program grow even more? Because I see your passion. I can't imagine that you're the only two people passionate about this program and not looking at ways to grow this. So is there anything new coming down the pipeline? Yeah, actually I can address that one. So one of the biggest things when I took over ownership of this program is too many bottlenecks. 
like two, this content is so powerful. It's so necessary. We need to get this in the hands of as many advisors. We need to get in front of as many women as possible. So my focus really has been twofold, updating the content and trying to remove the barriers, the bottlenecks, getting more people at Allianz here like myself, like Tasha, some of the other wholesalers, even as Tasha mentioned, looking at how can we get people in advisors' offices if they're looking to do this, be able to get trained on the content, deliver these themselves. Why should you have to call us to come out and do that? If you want to do one of these events every single month for your female clients, yes, let us help you do that. Absolutely. We need to get in front of more women. That is just what we believe and that is our passion. So trying to figure out ways to provide that development again for the field, and then also keeping the content relevant and fresh. So we recently updated the study due to COVID. So we got some very interesting statistics in our newest version of it that talks about the effect that COVID and the pandemic had on women in terms of looking at their finances. No spoiler alert here, but for most women, it, it added stress. However, there was one group of women that we found, about 30% of the boomers, 30% of Gen Zs, and these are just approximations of the numbers, but that actually we found the pandemic helped them. It gave them the actual sort of motivation that they needed to actually go out and learn more and take that next step and actually start working with a financial professional. So it wasn't across the board. And I think that's really interesting. When we do the presentation, we actually address that and say that may be the reason why some of you are here today because of the pandemic and how that affected and making you relook at your financial security and what's important to you to spend your time and your money. So number one, we want to keep the content updated. We just got a new brand. So we're improving the look and feel. We're always updating the statistics on there, incorporating feedback when we deliver it. How can we make this more impactful? How can we make this more beneficial, motivate more women to take that next step and set up an appointment? So that's what I would say is the focus in the future is lots of ideas on how to keep the content relevant, fresh, and to get it in the hands of the people who need it the most. I really love that you guys are making sure that the content is relevant and fresh and updating it because that's when doing my own research, I, there's a lot of old statistics out there. There's yeah. a lot of things that I'm like, does that even make sense anymore? So I love the fact that you guys are on top of it. And I think that just is because of the, your passion for what you do. And so I, I celebrate you guys for doing that because it's so awesome. But as we're wrapping up our time together, just why is this program important to you. So what is your why behind being, and besides just being female, what is your why for supporting financial profession, professionals or our advisors in this endeavor? Tasha? So for me, for me, I, when I started in this industry six years ago, I was one of very few females at the time in my role, supporting a phone line of financial professionals around the country. And having majority of those phone calls coming in being males. So not only is the industry itself predominantly men, but then when we actually, when you move into the individuals in the roles inside of the insurance carriers or the financial companies that are providing products to consumers, 
it's also very male dominated. Luckily, the last six years, we've I've seen a huge improvement in terms of the female females representing our company. So I love that. So just wanting to be that female voice in an industry where there aren't many, and then hopefully helping bring more female voices to the industry. So whether that's coaching male advisors or coaching the females inside of these male advisors offices, maybe even hopefully eventually reaching more females that want to be financial professionals so that we are better represented. So that's one from a, just a career standpoint. But then personally, I grew up with a single mom. We struggled my entire life, lived paycheck to paycheck. And that was something that I swore I would never do personally. And now with my own daughter, raising my own daughter, teaching her that she can be and should take power over her financial situation. So seeing her mom do it, hopefully will give her the empowerment she needs to ensure that she can maintain a healthy financial future for herself as well. Oh, I love that. I love it so much. I know. And this question is, I love this question, but it's so hard because it's multi-layered. I get it. It's multi-layered, but unfortunately there's so many examples as women in our lives where I think we can all think about where it's like, you've watched this play out in real life. And you just think, especially being in the financial services industry, if only this woman that I cared about had access to sound financial advice. And Tasha and I have talked about this too, because I also grew up with a single mom, a little bit different of a story. Like my parents were divorced and separated for 13 years. And then my senior year of high school, they got remarried to each other. So they've now been married longer the second time than the first. And like, anyways, but recently just dealing with actually that the whole situation when my mom was a single mother of three girls she didn't have a college education she worked at jc pennies and in order to be able to provide for us everything went on the credit card right that's just how it was because what were you going to do and even getting remarried over the course of those times she didn't put any money away for retirement she didn't save any money she's not going to have she's not going to be able to retire. She's not going to be able to do these things, even though now for what, 23 years, she's been remarried, but watching that affect her. And then recently parents not being able to work, they had to sell their house. They had to sell their house. They've been living in for 23 years because they, their income was not matching their bills, their debts. And so they were tapping into the retirement just to keep things afloat. And so they had to sell their house and watching my parents go through that, watching my mom who had, oh God, I don't want to like tear up, but who had sacrificed so much for us go through that and face this uncertainty in her retirement. It is just, it's something that no, I don't want for any other woman. And there's no reason for that to happen nowadays, right? We can get advice. We can educate ourselves. We can, it's almost our responsibility. I really feel that way to do that so that the future generations aren't having to sell their homes at age 63 and move into a townhouse. It's, so, sorry, it's like, that. that's one reason. There's many others. We all have stories. We all know women who have been affected by this. And so we need to share our knowledge and education and we need to help and empower other women. Thank you both for pulling back the layers of your own life and sharing your why and talking about your moms. And Bethany, it's really okay to tear up. We love our family. We love what we do. Oh, sorry. And there's nothing wrong with getting emotional because what this means is this, this is fueling your passion to help other people. So I absolutely love that. It gives me goosebumps because we all come from a different space and a different place as why we do what we do. But what I love is that we're, we're partnered with a company like Allianz that says, here's a challenge. Here's a solution. 
let us help you. And you're empowering yourselves to help other people. You're empowering our advisors. And it doesn't matter if it's a male advisor or a female advisor, you're helping them change their language and actually change the route for people like your mother and other people out there looking to really grow their financial footprint. So never apologize when you're with me, if you get emotional because you're passionate about something, because it says to me, you love what you do and everything else is gonna fall into place. So thank you for doing that. And in closing, I just wanna ask, is there any call to action you'd like to send out there for our advisors listening today? Yeah, for me specifically as their dedicated external wholesaler, because <laughs> that's who I am for anyone that will be listening. If this is something you're interested in learning more about or getting coached on or potentially hosting, please reach out to Alliance, to me, to your dedicated team, because we have the resources. I have the capability to help you. I can share stories and names of other advisors that have hosted them. So please just reach out. And secondly, I think if you're not already doing something inside of your practice to focus on women or to start to target them, you need to be because if you're not, the advisor next door is going to catch on and they'll start doing it. And you will have missed, I think, your opportunity if someone gets to this before you do. Those are my two points of advice that I would give. And I'm sure Bethany has a uh, lot more. But. No, actually, you know, honestly, I would just wrap up by saying, reminding the listeners that you do not have to do this alone. We are here for you. There are resources available. We can help you if you are feeling called, like this is something you want to do. You know, it's the right thing to do, but you don't know where to start. That's okay. Plenty of advisors that we've done successful events for have felt exactly the same way you're feeling right now. And like we counsel the women and coach them at these events, take the first step. And that first step is reaching out to Tasha and saying, I liked what I heard. I'm not sure where to start. How can you help me? And we will help you. And it's as easy as that. Tasha, Bethany, thank you so much for being with me today. You've given me so much to think about and really filled my buckets. Like when I get the chance to speak with women like yourself, you just, you lift me up. So thank you for sharing your time with me. And thank you for being out there for our advisors. I do have the presentations and the brochure. So if they can't get in touch with Tasha, I do have information. I will connect you guys as well. But whatever happens today, know that I appreciate you. And I hope to those listening, whatever you do today, make it a great day. Thank you for listening. This recording was created by C2P Enterprises and is for advisor use only. Opinions of the guests may not represent the opinions of C2PE.